Sometimes unconventional, but always entertaining. They're kooky and they're spooky. It's time to cross to the other side. Welcome to Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata. Welcome to Spooky Sundays. I thought I'd just start off a little differently tonight to catch you all unawares because I'm feeling a little different myself. Welcome to all of our grand poo bars, our Patreons, our para-stalkers, our para-lurkers, the darksiders, and all you paranormal freaks out there who belong in our family. Welcome to the Spooky Sunday radio show with myself, Anne Rekovich, and the other host over there. Renata Daniel. And we will be joined by Cousin Steve a little bit later on. We do love a visit from Cousin Steve, don't we? Oh, he always has a great creepy corner story. He does. I wonder what he's going to surprise us with tonight. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. That was Renata moving her microphone stand, (laughs) not anyone that was doing any whoopsies in the studio. Now, we have done some pre-records for you guys because Tuesday morning we fly out to Germany. On Vietnam Airlines. Oh, I can hardly wait. It's going to be an experience. It's going to be just slightly different. It's going to be nice, beautiful, dreadful. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, lovely. Uh, yeah, so uh, we're, we're sort of excited, but we're also at that stage that we just need to get on the plane and go. It's We've really run down to the last minute getting everything pre-recorded. We were actually at home tonight in my studio recording right up until we had to pick everything up and run out the door and thank you to my beautiful husband Roman who cooked me up some pierogi some Polish dumplings and some nice mushroom gravy and handed it to me as I raced out the door so I've now scoffed those down I'll probably have indigestion but it was worth it right Renata, mm-hmm. what you got for us all right well I am just letting everyone know that there is another new ghost hunting show available to everyone and uh does it, it star <coughs> Anne and renata no oh uh, we don't want to watch it then. and it is called haunted abandoned and hella creepy oh okay they're going for the hhh mm, the, sounds familiar the new weekly ghost hunting series from the post follows paranormal investigator colin brown as he takes an unsuspecting and often skeptical post reporter inside some of the scariest and most spine tingling locations in the tri-state area so sceptics will be turned into believers and post cameras capture sinister forces from the other side, hell-bent on having their voices heard, their spirits felt and their evil and murderous messages shared with the masses. So... Um, it was exciting to host uh, Haunted, <laughs> Haunted Abandoned and Hella Creepy because New York City and all the areas surrounding New York have some of the craziest history in all of America, Brown explained. You've got serial killers, old abandoned insane asylums and haunted houses with mysterious pasts. You could set an entire show with a million seasons in New York. There's just so many stories to tell. <clears throat> Pardon me. It's a gold mine. A lot of these locations have never been investigated before. So he says for the series six episode run, which will be available on the Post's YouTube channel, Colin and company filmed on location inside the haunted Kreischer Mansion on Staten Island. Stat- Staten Island. Haven't heard of that one. Kreischer Mansion at the Spy House in Port Monmouth. 
New Jersey, inside the TikToker Matty Magaracci's. Oh, you're doing so well, Renata. Supposedly haunted house in Monroe, New Jersey, and on the grounds of the Mid Orange Correctional Facility, an all male medium security prison in the New York village of Warwick that closed in 2011. Oh, wasn't that. Didn't. Um, 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 what's the name from Adelaide Haunted Horizons go to uh, one of those prisons? Oh, I think they've been to just about every prison. They get uh, those girls get around. They, they do. So um, they say at one point an audio device picked up on a woman's voice saying, "I'm here." Recall post writer Brian Fass, who helped Browen explore paranormal activity at the Murder Well. It freaked everyone out, said Fass, uh, a once self-proclaimed cynic who now believes the world encompasses an energy that I can't explain, and admitted that Browen is the real deal with a true ability to communicate with dead people. I think he has a special connection with the invisible side of our world, says Fass. Maybe it's all just an electromagnetic field floating around and passing over us, but it's still cool to explore. What are you doing with these hands? I'm talking to our people who are watching on YouTube because they're saying that you are very loud on YouTube, but just right on Facebook. And I think what it is, is because we are mic'd to go live on YouTube, that it maybe is being made louder because we're on the microphones. But we use this every week, so I don't know why it's louder. Sorry, I was very distracting to it there, but I was trying to solve the problem. I'm being a good girl, I promise. Now, cool was not at all what I expected while roaming the haunted prison grounds uh, grounds (laughs) at the Mid-Orange Correctional Facility alongside Browen for Episode 3 of Haunted, Abandoned and Hella Creepy. That's the third time they've said it in this so that you just know where to go. Mm -hmm. Uh, On the contrary, I immediately felt my blood pressure rise from the heat of the dark forces that swirled around us. At one point, I was literally left screaming and running for the door as we used the Estes method, which involves noise-cancelling headphones and a high-volume spirit box that scans radio frequencies rapidly to communicate with a particularly sinister entity that threatened that Satan is coming. My goodness. No, I think they meant that Saturn is coming back in fashion. Does it Does it actually always have to go to that? Really? Does it have to? Oh, look, we, every now and then we get Satan come through and I go, yeah, what do you want? <laughs> and then I go, run. I go, yeah, no, I don't run. I don't run for you. I don't run for anyone. Sitting there in that dark room, the forces we heard definitely sent chills down your spine, he said. Browen, 26, first became interested in the spiritual realm at a very young age, thanks to the numerous ghost tours his family would attend on vacations in Massachusetts, in Salem Mm. and Cape Cod and all over the East Coast. We just did a podcast on Massachusetts, Mm. didn't we? It was released last Friday. Yes. No, that was the Friday before, the House of Seven Gables. Mm -hmm. This week it was Shrewsbury Prison. Yes. It was a crazy experience, Browen recalled. My parents heard things running across the kitchen towards their bedroom. Lights would go out. Our security system would go off at 3 a.m. Oh, that's a witching hour. Doors would open by themselves. I I saw shadow figures in my bedroom. No evil. I heard my mum's voice when she wasn't home. Oh. We ended up having the house cleansed by a team of psychics, he further revealed. And that charged them $1,000. 
and that didn't actually work. Oh, surprise! Which was scary because it seemed like whatever was there got even angrier and eventually we moved out. And the rest is haunted history. Mm. So this is a new show that is being produced by um, the uh, New York Post and it's going to feature all the ghost stories that they can bring together in six episodes uh, and show off the ghostly uh, experience experiences that people can have uh, in the haunted houses around New York. So, there you go. I remember we were doing uh, one of the True Hauntings podcasts on some places in New York. Do you remember that one? There was a, a street or a, a some special place in New York. Does anyone remember that that episode? If you're watching on YouTube and you can tell me in the comments, that would be great. Uh but Hans Holzer had conducted a seance mm-hmm. in one of these buildings. It was supposed to be the most haunted house in New York. Or That's the Brownstone building, isn't mm. it? The Brownstone? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So That was earlier on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we've come so far since then. We've done so many episodes, I can't remember. Oh, no. We did three this week. <laughs> this, this is a record. Normally it takes us a week to research and then produce an episode of True Hauntings. This week we did three because we had to. Yeah. And there were some days, like between Renata and I, we coordinated. She'd find all the links and everything and send it to me and I'd be downloading and editing and, and trying to get the the other podcast up and, and running. And um, between us, we, we made magic happen this week. Mm. So uh, we would all really, really appreciate that while we are away, even though you are following us madly because we will be on YouTube every minute of the day telling you what we're eating, what we're seeing, where we're going, what we're doing. We have 10 castles we are going to be going through. 10. 10 castles. Yep. Roman said today, because he's coming with us for those who don't know, he said it's going to be an AFC by the time we get to those last couple, yeah. another fecking castle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ten castles that we are seeing, yes. Uh, but, but the but, history and the stories are always great. Yeah. We will be showing you every single bit of that. So remember. We're taking a camera. We're going to video. Stay on our um, Facebook pages and YouTube. Um, to catch up where we're at and what we're doing. And, um, of course, please, please, please keep listening to Spooky Sundays while we are away because we've gone to a lot of effort to bring bring you some great stories. And I had a very exciting moment this morning, Renata. I learned how to stream to YouTube from my phone. Yes, I know we all know how to do that. Uh, But through my GoPro. So I can, uh, you can be holding the GoPro and sort of not walking too far away from me so you don't lose the signal, Um, showing people where to look and and we can be talking, we'll have the microphones hooked up to it, uh, which means we're going to have to get a SIM card when we get over there, but we were going to do that anyway. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. Right. Now, if you have uh, any questions about our trip, upcoming trip, um, the good, the bad and the ugly of what's going to be happening and what has happened up to this point in time. Or if you have any paranormal questions, send them through now on 0490 and we will answer them live after 8.30 for you. So the and number again, 0490 And we do have a request from Daisy. Daisy said she would like photos of the outfit of the day, please, and your makeup. Oh, done by me. <laughs> 
Daisy, no way. Yes, no we'll way. do that for you, Daisy. Not no a problem. No way on God's earth am I going to allow Anne put makeup on me. Again. Um, <laughs> hey, you look pretty, so, so that pretty I go good the other outside, day. So that I go outside. I can't believe you took it all off. I know. Look, you were just hot, Renata. I know. I, I would have crossed over the road for you. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, I um, that. All right, I think we should probably go to a song. Now, these songs tonight have been chosen by our listeners. I'm not sure who uh, they were because we asked Bonnie, would she mind going into the studio and looking at the texts that people had sent through to request songs? And so she has chosen the songs from there. They look good. There's one on there that I'm rolling my eyes at, but uh, that's okay. We'll probably know what that one is when we get to it. But let's enjoy this one and we'll be back straight after this song. Where's the button? There it is. Ah! Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata on Newcastle Live. Oh, don't we just love being here on a Sunday night, Renata? Oh, we do. Where else would we be, Anne? Um, At home, probably doing recordings or something. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, we are back here in studio on Spooky Sundays and uh, we have got Renata's favourite segment. Uh, you wait till you hear the ones that we've done while we're away. Actually, I can only hear myself in one ear. I don't know what's going on tonight. I'll, I'll have a grope around under the desk. Oh, let's see what I can find. Oh, now it's in that ear and out that ear. It doesn't matter. As long as you guys can hear me, that's all that matters. So, ABC of Mythical Creatures, we're up to the letter H. So, we say it here in Australia, H. We mm-hmm. put the but in America they say H. Why bother having the letter if you're not going to enunciate it? But maybe we're not because we're going, H. But, but at least you? you know that you've you've sounded H that letter It's very out. definite. Yeah, but it, th- no, it starts from A. Does It's not a H sound. It's an A sound. H. That's the American version. Okay, okay, Australian listeners. Z Z. What do you approve of? A H with a H sound or an H? If you're saying A B C D E F G H I J K, not H I. Anyway, I'm sure I've got it around the right way. They say herbs. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the herb. The the H does not exist. Herbs. It doesn't exist. Hey, did anyone hear me on the radio um, on Thursday? She was up really early at at the other radio station. At another radio station here in Newcastle. Um, I was talking about haunted sites uh, in Newcastle. Mm. They had me on for five minutes, I think. I had no idea what they were talking about. They just said, come on and talk about uh, any of the haunted sites that people can go to in Newcastle. And um, that was my project. I did it. So if you heard me on um, the other uh, radio station, NXFM, with Steve and Tanya, oh, Irene, Irene's also telling me that uh, they use the H without the sound and she's from Japan. So, interesting. All the differences around the world. It's been amazing how close German is to English because I've been learning German now for 220 days straight. And what do you know? Entschuldigung. (laughs) I think you learnt that on the first day, woman. (laughs) 
<laughs> wait till you get over they're there. They're teaching me about jogging no, at the moment. I'm never going to jog. See, the issue with all of this is that they teach you a standard mm-hmm. of the language. Mm-hmm. They don't teach you any dialect. So when you go over to these countries, you work out that uh, all these areas, and Germany is a big place, there are dialects everywhere. And um, you will not understand a word they're saying in some places, even though they but are speaking German. But I don't need German. to. I just need to read the words. That's all I wanted to be able to do. So I can recognise that that's cheese or that's bread. And Look, you can get an app, right? You can get an app on your phone. And oh, all I've got you that need too. To do is wave that around a sign and it, it says it in English. All right. She did German in high school for yeah. three years. She's an expert. I know. I've forgotten. Uh, I was with the nuns by that stage. Yeah, I was in high school with the nuns. You're traumatised. Can traumatized. I get on to my story? <laughs> yes, you can. Please. Go ahead. Hydra. So some of you will know what the Hydra looks like. It's a legendary creature from Greek mythology and uh, it can be traced right back to ancient Greece. It's believed to be a fearsome serpent-like creature that inhabited the marshes near the city of Lerna in Argolis. I'm going to say it like an Italian now. According to the stories, the creature possessed multiple heads. Now, I remember I used to see these in the old movies and, you know, they'd come out with a sword and be trying to lop their heads off. So often depicted as nine heads. However, it's important to note that the number of heads did vary in different accounts of the stories that were told. So what I did is I got all the information and I put it all together. Oh, you did not. (laughs) I did. Now, when I do this, I don't just say, um, I put it into chat GPT, I don't just say, write a story on Hydra. I actually research it and I put the information in and then I tell it to give it to me in a certain style. So I'm not completely cheating. I just like them. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, gather around as we embark on a thrilling journey into the realm of mythology and explore the mysterious creature known as Hydra. Sit back, relax, and let your imagination take flight as I share not just one, but two captivating stories about the legendary Hydra. The first one is Hercules and the Nine-Headed Hydra. And this is the movie I remember. In the ancient land of Greece, a time of mythical creatures and... It was the Golden Fleece, wasn't it? The Golden Fleece? Is that the movie you were watching? There's one of them, yeah. Yeah. I was probably about 10 or 11. I'm getting into the flow of my story and she interrupted me. I would never do that to her. I loved that movie. Loved it. Loved it. Um, Right, so a time of mythical creatures and heroic quests. A fearsome beast known as the Hydra haunted the village of Lerna. Oh, I thought dead things haunted stuff. Anyway, the monstrous serpent-like creature possessed not one, but two, I'm sorry, not one, not two, but nine venomous heads, making it a formidable adversary. The people of Lerna lived in perpetual fear, their livelihoods threatened by the Hydra's devastating attacks. Desperate for salvation, they turned to the mighty hero Hercules, known for his immense strength and courage. Hercules, driven by a desire to protect the innocent, oh bless him, I don't think he'd find anyone these days, uh, set out on a treacherous journey to confront the Hydra. Armed with his powerful club and clad in his lion-skin cloak. Oh, that's a sight to behold, isn't it? Mm. He ventured into the murky swamps where the creature lurked. As Hercules approached the Hydra's lair, he felt an eerie chill in the air. 
The oppressive atmosphere was suffused with the stench of decay and the distant sounds of hissing echoed ominously. Where's my sound effects? Thank you. With, unra- with unwavering determination, Hercules confronted the Hydra head on, 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 head on. With a, sorry, I had to do it. With a mighty swing of his club, he struck at the first head, severing it from the creature's writhing body. But to his astonishment, do you know what happened, Renata? It grew back. Two heads grew back. Oh. You, yeah, there's a very recent movie where I saw all this. It's all absolute true, you know, if it's on Hollywood movies. Mm. Undeterred, Hercules continued his relentless assault. He devised a cunning plan. As he hacked away the Hydra... I've got a cunning plan, you lord. (laughs) As he hacked away at Hydra's heads, he called upon his loyal nephew, Oilos, who stood by with a searing torch. (laughs) All right, okay. Seared his stakes with it. Mm. With each head he severed, Iolus, I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong, cauterized the wound. No, I'm not sorry. Preventing the Hydra from regenerating. So not only are they cutting its heads off, they're burning it at the same time. The battle raged on with Hercules and Iolus working in perfect harmony. Perfect harmony. They danced around the Hydra, their movements synchronised, their minds focused, but the Hydra fought back with fierce determination, lashing out with its venomous fangs and thrashing its serpentine body. As the battle reached its (sighs) climax, Hercules dealt a final devastating blow. Oh, (laughs) With unparalleled display of strength, he cleaved off the Hydra's central head, the most powerful and resilient of them all. In that moment, the Hydra life, it, the Hydra's life force faded, and the creature was defeated. The news of Hercules' victory spread like, spread like wildfire, filling the hearts of the people with hope and gratitude. For at least 30 seconds, Hercules returned to Lerner's triumphant, hailed as a hero, his epic tale would be told for generations, inspiring others to face their own inner hydras, their own inner hydras, with courage, resilience and unwavering determination. I'm waiting for the sound of applause, Renata. Thank you. So, yes, there has been a few movies uh, associated with that, and I think The Golden Fleece was one of them. There was the animated Disney film with the tale of Hercules, and they had the Hydra in there. But there's even a more recent one, and I'm wondering if our people that are listening or watching know what that is, because I don't think I'm going to get time to get my second story. I can... Pop that up my sleeve for later. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know what the other one was? It's fairly recent. There was a series of them, actually, about the the gods of um, Olympus. Mm. And um, one of the gods may have run off with a uh, earthly woman and um, they, she had a baby. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yeah? yes. And Perseus was running around with his, his shoes with little wings on them and... It was... No, she doesn't know. Do the people there? No, I'm looking. Nobody knows. It's Percy Jackson. Oh, And no. the lightning thief. No. You no. don't remember that? Um, no, Percy Jackson and the Olympians, the uh, lightning thief. I was I, right, yeah. I do... Yeah, no. Oh, I, I did see it go up on Netflix, but no. no. It's also in video games, God of War, and in Monster Hunter World, uh, and in the literature, 
the Heroes of Olympus, and the Chronicles of Narnia, the Silver Chair. They're everywhere. Now, we, we had um, the two-headed dog in Harry Potter. Yes. But he wasn't a Hydra. It was a three-headed dog. Well, it was three. You're right. Mm. It's a type of Hydra. Mm. Look, the gods really back then had little to do with humans. They weren't interested. They weren't interested in your woes. They weren't interested in your troubles. They were up oh, there drinking wine and um, having a good time. And, and eating fairy bread. And telling their young ones to go down to earth and grow up. And so the wild Go arts. down there and just grow up. And then when you're ready to become a god, come back and we'll um, deal with you. Uh, while they just continued to have banquets and enjoy themselves. So... You know, the the gods couldn't have given a, a rats about the humans. No. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. All right, we're going to head off to a song. I hope you all enjoyed that. Um, if we get time, I'll do the other one. I'll bugger off, Renata. As <laughs> they're bloody good stories. Oh. Anyway. Do you have paranormal questions? Well, we have the answers. It's time for Spooky Chat with Anne and Renata. Chatty chat, 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 chat. It is spooky chat time where you guys get to ask your paranormal questions and we endeavour to answer them. So, do we have any questions this evening? Because I did see one that came up that somebody said they'd sent a text in about a dream. Oh, okay. Is, is there, but who gets the first award tonight? Uh, well, um, firstly, before we go there, uh, John has sent in a message and he would like to uh, do a very sneaky little plug to hide and seek paranormal request um, he says they need more subscribers on their youtube channel so hello um, and yeah go over and check out paraquest um, it's called hide and seek paraquest yeah and um, uh, they bought some equipment off me recently yeah. and also some of our frightfully good oracle cards Yes, so yes, absolutely. Go support those who support us is what i say and it goes right round the other way as well what else have we got renata um mm. That's that's not science. much, not much, right. not much. Um, we did get a question asking us. Yes, Lee says, "Hi, ladies. What is demonology?" <laughs> okay, it's the study of demons. How's that? Yeah, in a nutshell. Uh, so <coughs> you're looking at old-fashioned demons, though um, the uh, demons from the the uh, Old Testament, um, the old belief Solomon? systems, um, the uh, Lesser Key of Solomon, um, and the um, whole book of demons that he sort of conjured up that were sp- supposedly um, given to him by. Um, Angels, I think it was. The angels were speaking to him. I think he was tripping and, balls and, to tell you the truth. And said to him um, that all of these particular demons um, have different uses and um, we're going to tell you what you can do to conjure these little little bad boys up. Um, so, yes. So it's really ancient history study mm. is, is what it is. Uh, so people... But, um, but it's been skewed. Yeah, people get this idea that demonology is about hunting demons um, but there is a lot of study involved. We've done a course on demonology. We did it with Kieran O'Keefe. Yes, we did. Uh, and Kieran has been um, on uh, a lot of the English uh, shows <coughs> over the years. He worked with Most Haunted, I think. And Yes, um, he was their uh, parapsychologist for a while. Uh-huh. And he is now working with... Um, 
the gentleman that does the BBC radio shows um, and he's now actually going into doing um, YouTubes and things and he did um, like the Enfield Poltergeist and um, uh, he's been he does podcasts I can't think of his name I'll um, is that the the Battersea Poltergeist oh yeah the Battersea Poltergeist yeah Yeah, so he's a um, uh, Kieran is often on there as a skeptic um, and yeah Tells you all the reasons why. Sometimes I shout at him and go, oh, don't be so stupid, Kieran. <laughs> you got to try and explain every single thing, don't you? Well, spoil sport. He's an engineer. So, yeah. <laughs> he's an engineer of the mind is what I like to say. Um, but Kieran O'Keefe does a, um, a short course on uh, the introduction of demonology, if anybody is interested. He has the School of Parapsychology over in England. And uh, I think once a year or so, he does a course um, which gives you an introduction to it. I'm just quickly trying to look up to see what's there. But it's, it's um, often something that... Uh, oh, look... <laughs> People come on and, you know, say that they are demonologists and, um, you know, want to be part of paranormal groups. All well and good. Oh, it's um, changed it a bit. I, I wonder what the purpose of the demonologist is on these paranormal groups. Is it to try and recognise what demon they are dealing with? It's a, To me, it's a little bit like people say, what's the name of my guide? Is it Cleopatra? Because it's they they want a name and they want a big name. So I think with if they think they've got a demon, they want to have a big name so they can be super special. Hmm. Hmm. It's all a belief system. Anyway, Kieran at the moment has divided it up now into ghost hunting courses, religious parapsychological courses, which to me, religion and parapsychology are two different, two very two different, different things. things. He's also got short courses, and I'm just trying to scroll because I left my mouse at home. And there is a straight parapsychology course and merch. <laughs> so I'm going to have a look. So what is in the religious parapsychology courses? Uh, Deliver us from evil. I think is one of them, and I think that's I. I did the one on exorcism and possession, mm-hmm. and it was fascinating. Because there, he gives you um, um, different uh, stories mm. uh, that um, he will say to you, okay, read this. Here are some questions. What are your thoughts on what's happening here? Do you think it is actually a true possession, or is there mental health or something else involved in this case? Uh, and you have to actually write um, uh, a a piece of information that uh, lines out your reasoning and gives um, examples from the story that has been given. So it's it's kind of not a shirky thing where you just go and listen to something and then you get a certificate at the end. You've you've got to really oh, prove... Oh, I'm not doing it if I don't get a certificate at the end. No, but you've got to prove why you think a certain way and, and what has taken you to that assumption so it's in that way he's he is actually testing you a little bit yeah uh the other course is introduction to demonology uh and i'm just going to have a quick look at to see what that one's about it's very hard to read from here introduces the student to number of demonology topics from history and religious content to classification and contemporary demonology 
uh, yeah, the study of demons or and, evil spirits. And often demonology and courses in demonology don't really get into the hunting of demons. It's really the study of the the topic itself, the history of demons uh, and who they are, what their powers are. Um, so, hmm, interesting. It, look, it is interesting, very interesting, um, but... And Shane mentioned uh, <clears throat> Alistair Crowley and uh, his demonology. He sort of made up his own sort of thing, well, a system based on the the Melissa Key of Solomon and everything, didn't he? Well... He got creative. Every sperm he, was sacred, he, he thought. He got creative. And he, look... And he, delusional. The, the, what worries me with all of these things, and I've got to put a couple of people in that whole basket is that men come in and they create another religion or way to believe in things Um, they actually exert power over the women that are there to Mm -hmm. add balance and it's like well excuse me but what difference have you made from from the other religions that have been around you're still making us feel secondhand and not worthy. Yeah. And you've put in all of these caveats and powers and things. Um, and it's some rich white man that's come in and gone, oh, yeah, I'll just start this new cult like Wicca. <laughs> Excuse me. And, yes, you know. Wicca and witchcraft are two very different, different things. things. <laughs> yeah. And you go, um, hold on. Um, where are the women here? Excuse me. So, yeah. I'll get off my high horse yeah, now. Yeah, but good question. Thank you, Leah. That's That started up some really good conversation. If you want to check out Kieran's school, it is called The School of Parapsychology.ecwid.com. All I did is type in School of Parapsychology and it came up. Uh, I, I liked his courses. I love the Ryan Institute courses. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a shout out from Yindia Mara saying, Hi, ladies, I'm in Broken Hill. Enjoying lamb shanks and a jack. You know jack? Daniels. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hello, Emmy. I'm glad you're listening, my friend. I hope you're well. And who else have we got? Daniela, have an amazing holiday. Can't wait to see how amazing this trip will be. I will be out in the four, four with the Fay next week. I think you meant the forest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the four with. Unless you've got a bad lisp that's kicking in after Zach starts his new adventure. Oh, that's right. Zach's heading off to start TAFE. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, and uh, thank you, Robert. Robert is listening from the radio site. And I have no idea what the ELO was there. And we've done our shout out, which is awesome. Look, we're still going to have a bit of time um, you, between uh, 8.45 and 9 o'clock if you have any oh, more questions. We do. We've got a question for Maxine. You've missed all these questions on there. I'm going to have to teach you how to look for messages on the phone, Renata. Mm-hmm. She's shaking her head. <laughs> All right, we're going to head off now to yet another song. Where are we up to? Oh, this is a good one. My son danced to this one. Enjoy. Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata on Newcastle Live. 
Oh, and look, we've had somebody sneak into the studio while we're here, and Renata's pushing her computer around and nearly knocking the things onto the board, which would have turned off the whole studio for sure. Not the board! Hello, Cousin Steve, oh, how are you? G'day, you ghoulie grannies, how you going? <laughs> Our ghoulies are good, thanks. Oh, your ghoulies uh, are good. That's good. Hey, did you get shot during the week? Yeah, I've had a little bit of a, a head incident. That sounds oh. bad, doesn't it? A bit of a head incident. <laughs> that could be a good thing or a bad it's thing. Vanity. It's vanity. That's what it is. It's vanity. No, I've had um, a small spot on my forehead that has been there for a little while. And I've had a few people go, you need to get it checked out. You need to get it. So I was like, you know what? I'll bow to public pressure. Yep. And I went to, to to the credit, the um, skin doctor at Katara, in and out like a Brussels sprout. I was. Oh, that's good. Sat down, no longer, no. I handed my paperwork in. Sat down. I was like, come on in. Okay, cool. Have a look at this. Oh, it's just hyperpigmentation. I was like, okay, cool. I'll go. He goes, oh no, I can get rid of that for you. I'm like, cool. Okay, I'll be vain. I just want like a nice clean forehead. You know. I've never actually noticed it to tell you the truth until you did that until to I it. Until <laughs> I did this to it, um, and then he's like, oh, I can freeze that off. I'm like, oh, that'll be fine. Freezing. How easy is that going to be? I thought he was drilling through my brain. That's. Oh, I had to go home and have Advil. Oh, I had that darling. much pain. I'm, and I'm all right with pain usually. I'm a former dancer. I could, I could hack some pain. Yeah. But I was like, oh my god. I was like, ah, ah. <laughs> dribbling a little bit. Like had to check for the facial paralysis. But oh no, it's all good. So hopefully it'll it'll clear over. I'll just be just gorgeous. And then it'll pick off as a scab. Yeah. Even better. Oh, it's gorgeous. Hey, look, we've done some pre-records of your creepy corner, haven't we? Oh, look, there's there's a crap load of creepy corner coming your way. Oh, there look. is a really exciting one in there <laughs> where we actually vacate the studio. I know. We and had to vacate the premises. Yeah. And we're not going to say anything more. No. You're just going to have to listen for Creepy Corner because never before has something been done like this. Yes. Never ha- never before have we had to run from the studio. No. Yes. No. Yes. Very exciting. It was, yeah. All right. I've got <laughs> a question for you, Steve. Me? Oh. Have you ever lived in a haunted house? Yes. Where? Tell us so, about it. So, um... I moved to Sydney in 2011 to do a full-time performing arts course at the, mm-hmm. at the fresh young age of 28, when everyone else around me was 17 and 18, because, you know, that's what you do. Anyway, we had um, it's an old, old house in Five Dock, so um, nice inner west moment, and we would hear different sounds. So um, I lived with a lot of different people through the time that I lived there, but... Originally, I lived with three girls, and one Saturday night, everyone was out of the house and whatnot, and I was at home because I have no life. And I swear, to God, I swear to God, I heard high heels uh-huh. walking up and down the hallway. I was like, oh, my God, can you guys be quiet? And I was like, oh, there was one person home, and they got home like half an hour before I went to bed, so there was no one there. Anyway, that's fine. Uh, me and my housemate were out the back one day, so the kitchen, everything's out the back of the house, washing up, rah, rah, rah. we had music playing. And we stopped the music, and my roommate Tani was saying something from the bathroom, and I said something back to her, and then someone said, I'm waiting. And it wasn't me, and it wasn't her. Oh. It wasn't our voice. It wasn't what We were the only two people home. Then <laughs> I was at home one weekend, and it was, you know, we were students, so it was not unusual for people to crawl into your bed in the middle of the night. You go, oh, hi, how are you? <laughs> go who back are you? to sleep. <laughs> who are you? How are you? Performing arts, Renata. We're artists. That's how it goes. Okay. So um, one of the guys slept in my bed. He goes, something up with your house? 
what do you mean? He goes, I was, I was in your bed while I was sleeping, and then all of a sudden I felt the bed, like the pressure of the bed go down, someone lay on the bed, and an arm go around him. Oh. And he thought it was one of the girls. He thought it was in. He was like, yes, yeah, no <laughs> in worries. In Steve's bed. Rolled over, and there was no one there. Oh, oh no. And there was one last scary creep. Oh, not even scary, but just a little bit off-putting moment. Mm-hmm. It was Good Friday, and because we were poor, struggling students, we weren't really paying attention to the facts. And we had um, meat pies for lunch. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Swear to God, I, out of the corner of my eye, saw someone in a white dress walk past me in, from, in the lounge room, and I had to do the, du- the double take, and everyone's like, what's going on? And I just, like, literally saw legs walking past us. Oh, wow. But yeah, so that's my haunted house story. But I think my grandmother's house was haunted as well because yeah. when I was little, it's always cold, always, always, always cold. Mm. And you would be like in the bath and you'd see a little shadow popping its head around the corner looking at you and stuff like oh. that. So yeah, I've, I've awesome. had a couple of yeah little inch that led me to you guys, obviously. <laughs> oh, Anne's house is absolutely haunted. Yes. I'm in a haunted one I now. Know, I've had a chat with Auntie Z. Yeah, uh, yeah Auntie Zell comes and makes sure she says hello every She's not time happy with we're the mess. there. <laughs> and boy, is it messy at the moment. Uh, and I also lived on Nobby's Island, and that was very haunted. So that was the women's convict colony. They put all the wild women out on the island so mm-hmm. they couldn't get into too much mischief. Oh, wow. Uh, that's, that's before the lighthouse went on. That's that's correct. Then they put me out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I used to hear people walking down my corridor at night. Mm-hmm. And it was quite scary Mm. but i want to also just put out a reminder anyone who is buying us a coffee tonight so we have the buy me a coffee Anne and renata all proceeds are going to renata (laughs) so she can buy food and survive because we've got the flights we've got the accommodation she just needs some money to buy some food i am feeling you hey i've Uh, got a trip coming up and i'm starting to get yeah yeah it's terrible to be poor and i i mean i know uh, I, I shouldn't say anything because yes, uh, but, but it's the, the truth. It's the People work, should yeah, know the truth. Yeah. The, the work. People think we, we're rolling in yeah, it. <laughs> the, <laughs> we have supporters that help with flights and things, and the flights actually were paid for years ago yeah, before yeah. COVID. Yes. So you know that kind of is part and parcel of the work that we do. We go and see these places and, and we provide. Um, you know, content and all of that yep. and, and the stories and everything. But to actually um, fund whatever else is left is a freaking nightmare <laughs> yeah. when you just owe so much money. And yeah. people Hurtling do yourself think... across the world going, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, people think you are rolling in it and, oh, well, there, must be, there must be so much money, you know. No. I remember Bonnie was shocked the other day because uh, we've had half a million <laughs> downloads of the True Hauntings podcast. Ooh. And I said, yeah, we make about 50 to $70 a week on that. She went, what? Mm. I said, yeah, 50 to $70, $70 a week. Yes. Yeah. That's not a lot. Welcome no. <laughs> to the no. world of streaming, no. ladies and gentlemen. And that's between we do. the two of us. Yeah, that's yeah, that's split the, it. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we don't ever spend that money. No, we just keep than, banking it. Yeah, Oops. other than um, spending it to go overseas. Yeah. Um, and I just want to say thank you to uh, Nunu's, Nathan, Ooh. Lisa Christian, Barb, um, <laughs> and someone. We've got, we've got somebody <laughs> bought us a cup of coffee. So whoever that was, thank you so much. Just that is I'll all. Have to, I'll have to take photos of all my food. <laughs> yes. We're going to come back and yeah. shaking, and a, jittery mess. A very coffee. big thank you 
to Barb, who bought you 20 oh, coffees. Barb, honestly. Wow. Barb, wow. Trying to kill you, Renata. <laughs> <laughs> I know she drinks that much I'll normally. Be in, yeah, that's my, that's for a day. <laughs> <laughs> now, we have uh, another question here. Oh, let me get back over to the the thing. Then we have to tell you about what happened at the residence. I know, I've been absent. I feel like I've been lax in my duties. I was had a night off. How dare I? I tell you. Uh, Surprising. Shane wants to know, question for Renata, we inherited an old photo. We don't know the people in the photo. Are they relatives and their names? Do you do that sort of thing? As Uh, we don't have any living relatives that know them. Well, um... No, <laughs> I can I can make some names are up you for psych- you. Are you a psychometrist? <laughs> oh, Deborah Ann wants to know how do you buy the coffees? Type into Google, buy me a coffee, <laughs> Anne and Renata, and it will take you to the website. There's also an app. There's oh, wow. buy me a coffee app, uh-huh. and you can buy a coffee. It's five dollars, and the the split that a lot of the other places take a bomb. These people take a couple of cents. That's great. So most of that will go to Auntie Nata. Uh, <laughs> so now the residents on Friday night. Yes, do tell. We had uh, Mick and Vic on for the first time, and we had Vicky down in the basement doing the Ouija board. Ooh. And she had a group of people that were sitting with her who all of a sudden went, (gasps) now up to that point, they'd been communicating with someone called Martha, who was, I think, 28. I'm sorry if I'm getting this wrong. Uh, But what happened is these three ladies saw behind Vicky. Vicky didn't see it. She didn't see it. She didn't react to anything. Uh, And one of the ladies described it to me as, you know, those guns that came up when you've got to scan a barcode you know you yeah, press okay. the trigger yeah. and you get that light yeah she said it was like this light that went across the room behind them in a, like a tall column humanoid shape wow uh and now we thought about could it be a car going past not it's downstairs. not it's in the basement it's and the, the basement. windows are blacked out the yeah. windows are blacked we've out we've put plastic there's on no the windows lights, there's no light source down there except for the ones that we provide no well. and that's correct yeah the doors are shut mm-hmm. they're there is no so way. Not unlike the photo that we got upstairs. Yeah. Tall column. Just happened yeah. to eat that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the residence is giving again. Good. Yes. Uh, well, yeah, I think and I've seen something at the residence too. And, so. and like I said, um, this is a story that's come from people that have come on the tour. This isn't yeah. us yeah, going, right. I saw this. This is people that came on. They've never been in there. Uh, most of them have never done any paranormal investigation. We had a lot that had not done ghost tours before. Yay, fresh so, meat. And three of them saw it, not yes. just one person. And all, all at the same time. All which at is, the same time. And I think they were nurses, weren't they? Were they the ones that were nurses? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, we get a lot of nurses. Yeah, so if tours. you want to go and do the residence, it's different to the other ghost tours we do because we have um, small groups of five. Intimate. Uh, maybe six, depending if you've got a, a bigger group. Uh, but it's very intimate, and we do different experiments to what we do um, in different ways as well to <coughs> sorry, our other locations. But you book through Maitland Jail's website, The Residence. We don't know how much longer we're going to have it for Ooh. because it's going to get gutted and turned into accommodation. God help those guests. We've got to go to a song, guys. We'll be back after this one. We're going to go and run for a quick wee walk. And uh, I think you've got a couple of songs. Oh, I like this one. Dance your way to the cup of tea, everyone. 
It's time to cross back to the other side. Welcome back to Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is the second hour of Spooky Sundays and you know all sorts of weirdness goes down in the second hour because we have Cousin Steve with his... um, Creepy corner. I was going to say. The... I was going to say crappy corner. Oh, <laughs> oh wow! Creepy corner. It was a slip of the tongue. Um, oh, but um, because that last song was an epic, I never thought it was going to end. I, I think thought our producer picked the long version. Yeah, I thought what I'd do is I'd go into my story first because it should only take about five minutes, and then we can give cousin Steve the appropriate amount of time oh, for him to I go into all, all of the information that he has to share. So uh, I found this while, uh, of course, looking for other <coughs> stuff, um, and I thought this was quite interesting. <coughs> Did you know, Cousin Steve and um, Auntie Anne, that there is a thing called the Korean egg ghost? What? what? <laughs> is that what you slice up and put on your that's bim the, bam soup? That's, the, that's Korean, the ghost is what happens after you The Korean egg ghost. E-double-G ghost. So egg ghosts get their name from their appearance as it resembles an egg and are primarily found in forests. The legend states that once someone sees an egg ghost, they will die. Oh, oh I don't want to see that one. Well, what comes it, first? Uh, <laughs> uh, so it, it's a f- the form of a person... But there is no face. The face is just blank. It actually looks... Stop laughing. What are you laughing at? She's being inappropriate. (laughs) What came first? While in the drama, the ghost is manifested in the characters being possessed by the ghost, largely still looking like the human it is inhabiting. Some variations of its description are described differently. Oh, this is second language stuff, isn't it? Um, Descriptions described Yeah, In some legends, they don't have a nose and mouth. How do they smell? Or other facial features like depicted, but also don't have limbs. See, chat GBT, GBT does a better job. Other times it resembles a hunchback and is <laughs> carrying a heavy load. However, Ooh, most images of them do depict a female with no face. Aww. They are said to stalk Put hikers. Put your love, you'll be fine. Yeah, and right. their ability to hide well is because of their shape, making them unsuspecting to those who leave the path. Never leave the path. Never leave the path. Because the ghosts aren't usually associated with anyone in particular, there is speculation that they are a form of a childless ghost. They have no ancestors to perform death rites and memorial services for them, and they wander around restless. Now, we hear about these restless ghosts all the time. Most Korean ghosts are female. And most deal with some sort of dying before giving birth extension of their existences. The egg shape might, must, might also hint towards that because of the symbolic nature of eggs and fertility. There is also a ghost in Japanese law that resembles the egg ghost, the Nopabo. It It's a faceless ghost that looks like a human except for the facial characteristics, kind of like what we see in the drama um, when... Oh, I've got a picture. I can't do that. Like, um, <laughs> like Return to Oz. Like we see in, 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 in the picture below, but I can't show you that. If you go onto the <laughs> Facebook page on Newcastle Live, you'll see a picture of a um, 
egg ghost. So a lot of the stories of the egg ghosts are specifically tied to hiking and the forest, as said oh, well, that's before. It. Don't hike, we'll be However, all fine. However, they can be found elsewhere, mostly in dark areas. Oh, dark there areas. are other stories that talk of how the egg ghost is unsuspecting, that it can be anyone. And once it gains the trust, it is easier for them to take over the person. Egg ghosts are also able to attack and target specific prey since they are able to hide well. Look, Korean stories and Japanese ghost stories are very weird. Yeah. Very weird. Weird indeed. Weird. There, there is a riddle connected with the egg ghost. The more you take away, the bigger I get. A hole might start small, but the more you take from it, the bigger it gets. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading ahead and I'm going, I can't, oh, read, I can't read that. She's had a reading I, story. I, I, cannot, I cannot read that on my I can. Give it no, to me. No, no, no. Give no. it to me. Um, <laughs> now, while I do think that the egg ghost was probably a combination of several ghosts and stretched to fit the narrative, um, it is probably a ghost that has been created by choice uh, to make films look even scarier than they normally would be. Oh, dear, the egg ghost. I tell you what, you can find egg ghosts on Wikipedia um, and on Napera Bow Wikipedia um, and uh, Demons and Spirits and Zombies Oh My. So you can, <laughs> you can read more about the egg ghost. You, I'm just repeating that five times now. Well, that's, so we're used to that. Hurt. I was just curious if we could read more about the egg ghost somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I will tell you what I read offline and you will realise why I couldn't say the that. The more you take away, the bigger oh, I get. No. A hole might start small, but the more you take from it, the bigger it gets. In the drama, in Bum's father was drowning <laughs> in the snowball of his actions. In Bum's father. In Bum. I gather Bum's the name of the person. I don't know. Um, think... Drowning in the snowball of his actions. He was targeted most by Hak Sung and was used to do a lot of things for him, mostly things that he morally was opposed to. <gasps> oh, dear. All right. Do you want me to read that? It could be no. the drama intention that he was being plagued with all the things he was doing for Hak Sung, that it would snowballed into his son being targeted specifically and taken by the ghost. He was led astray by Hak Sung and fell off the correct life path into danger. <sighs> the drama in Bum's father. I just, I don't know. I think you know that, too many eggs. That, 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 uh, something's been lost in the translation there. That's yeah. um, Oscar worthy, that one. Yeah. All right, let's go to a song. Well, let's go to a song. You've done good because we're caught up now. All right. 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 Be back soon. You're listening to Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata on Newcastle Live. I do apologise about my egg ghost getting a bit <laughs> scrambled there. I just thought about that in that last second. Uh, well, um, wait, be- I've got a joke for you, actually. <clears throat> it's come through. Oh, okay. It's from Dave. Yes. And it's specifically to ask you. Okay. Renata. Yes. Because you're headed that way. How does the recipe for German chocolate cake begin? Mm, how? First, you must invade the kitchen. <laughs> 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 I knew that would crack her up. Oh, and and Dave specifically said Steve had to do his so. accent. <laughs> <laughs> 
oh, we're going to have some German jokes. Oh, welcome. Some lovely Germans. Uh, and before I go on, I did mention, uh, and we were talking about, um, oh, what's his face? <laughs> wow. Oh, God, his name. The fellow that does the demonology courses. Kieran O'Keefe. Kieran O'Keefe, thank you very much. Uh, he is um, on with the beautiful Danny Robbins, who has just taken over the airwaves in England, and he uh, does the Uncanny shows. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. So you'll hear um, Kieran come up quite often. Uh, but we are now going to throw to Cousin Steve in Ooh. Creepy Corner. Creepy Corner, What have you got for us this week? Well, it's a little bit of something old, something new this week because, mm. you know, you guys are about to head off on your travels. You're going to be watching some things. So I don't know if you can... You can stream Netflix on a plane. We can. You can do that kind of thing. Maybe not on the plane, but but I've got, um, what do you call it, Surfshark. You can can get amongst it. Mm -hmm. Have you heard about the latest movie that's causing a bit of a social media stir on Netflix? No, which one now? It is called Run, Rabbit, Run. Ah, Rabbit, yes. Uh, Uh, With a whole stack of um, fabulous Australian stars. Sarah Sook from Succession is the star of it. Yeah. So... It is a. Do you want me to read you the synopsis? So, Sarah Sook plays a fertility doctor, Uh also named Sarah, who begins noticing some strange behaviour from her daughter who claims to remember things from her past life. Okay. Which is all dramatic. Reincarnation story. But the big question is. That people are asking actually, is Run Rabbit Run based on a true story? Mm-hmm. And it kind of is. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there was an interview with the film maker, I think it's Sarah Kent. What's her name? I've uh, Hannah Kent. Close. I was like, ah. Heidi. <laughs> Hannah. 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 Oh, Hannah. 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 And it's real. The screenplay was um, inspired after a documentary about a boy who could describe his past life in detail. Down to the home he grew up in. Now you guys covered this with the we Anne did. Frank thing, yeah. and we have actually covered that story. Yeah, you covered this one as well, but a year so, ago. So um, it's yeah, it's a little bit interesting mm-hmm. that you know we are having this crossover now as well. Of, mm-hmm. We went through. It seems to be really funny that it goes at times of like great social upheaval mm-hmm. that we have this. Uh, you know, resurrectionist idea of things. Oh, Jesus, Jesus is coming well, remember back. Remember that movie, uh, the movie about the, the boy who remembered his past life? There was a movie and it all turned out all to be fake. Like he claimed it was real a couple of years ago. This was after September 11th and everything right. was happening. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They come in cycles. They come and go in cycles. But apparently this movie is quite off-witting and disturbing because it's... It's a deja vu slash past life thing. And I've had that. I've actually had that happen to me. Um... <coughs> My <coughs> uncle, or would have been uncle, actually died when he was about two or three. Mm-hmm. And I look exactly like him. Like oh. if, if there was a photo of me and a photo of him next to each other, it would. My, my middle, I'm named after him. My middle name is Paul. Mm-hmm. So um, I have, and I don't know whether it's because I've seen the photos, but I have memories of specific photos that Paul is in that aren't mine. Yeah. So oh, when I was oh. when I was a little boy, I, w- I would stand stand and go, "Oh, that's when we went to the fountain." Da 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 da. And people would be like, "What?" 
<laughs> so it, it's wow. It's funny that you know these things come up. So if you're looking for something new and creepy, mm-hmm. check out Run Rabbit Run. It is on Netflix. It now. is on Netflix now. But something that is coming back to streaming, and this is this is even if you don't get Netflix all the time, you can get SBS. Mm-hmm. Beautiful SBS on demand has brought back. Being Human. Now, have you guys seen yes. the British version I of Being Human? I love the British version. So if you haven't seen or heard of Being Human, ladies have and gentlemen. Have you seen it, Renata? No, oh, no. it's brilliant. So it is a British supernatural comedy drama television series. And it's <laughs> about, you know, flat sharing when, you, when you're in your 20s and you're young and you're hip. Um, it just so happens that those people sharing the flat are a vampire, a ghost and a werewolf. Oh, now, okay. It is start. Yeah, it is an amazing, an amazing series. It starts out a comedy, but let me tell you what that show is quite has some quite scary moments, and will have moments that rip your heart out yeah. when you get to series three. Oh, I I still I still have recovered from a couple of episodes of that show, but it is so brilliantly written, so brilliantly acted if you want a nice little cute supernatural drama slash you know thrillery thing and, wow. yeah, big stakes great acting and just something that's you know those little diamonds in the rough that you find you go mm. because they did do an american remake because i was know, gonna say i, th- I was just trying to see if the british one remake. came first the british one did come yes first. it was brilliant the american one was not good mm. i just like, didn't have the heart yeah. of, of the british one and i think it's the the original casting of those three people those they three just people. yeah worked together so brilliantly and mm. even by the end of the show the original cast had gone mm-hmm. yeah so in season five, it was only a five, it was only a five season show, and it's British episodes. There's like six episodes per season. Mm-hmm. It's not seven hundred thousand. You could probably get it over a weekend mm-hmm. done. But they went back to the very beginning and referenced characters from the very beginning at the very end of the show. Wow! The, the last episodes are brilliant, and it's like, oh, I, we Australia doesn't make shows like that anymore either. There's, yeah. we know what it's like. You know, it's cheaper and easier to throw people in a house and. Watch them fight, but oh, no. a good drama and a good supernatural drama. Absolutely, is, is it's the best thing ever. Into you, and yeah. something that you've got to think about a little bit. Something yeah. that's sort of it's, you know, it's got that that good vibe, that good crossover vibe, like True Blood meets yes. supernatural meets like. But it, there are genuinely chilling parts as yeah. well. But it's so well done. I loved Russell Tovey. Russell. Oh my god! I saw Russell Tovey in the. I can show you a photo in oh, the flesh. Oh, I was in like, the flesh, it's my husband. Oh, oh, I was like, I was horribly hungover, and I was at a music festival, and I just turned my head, and he was there. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like it's Russell Tovey, but he is so brilliant in that show. He, he plays the werewolf, and he, he's, your heart breaks for the poor guy. Oh. Your heart breaks for all of them actually. Because yeah. well, they're going to be alive forever. But it doesn't romanticize. Yeah, yes. you know how we, it's, it's, it's actually not yeah. Twilight. It's not like oh, vampires so sad. Yeah, it's no. having to survive in the, yeah. the reality and of what it's like humanity to watch. You know, your family, yeah. generations of your family die, die, and, and yeah. you're still there, and being cursed to yeah. stay alive, and friendship, and what friendship can do. It's, and the poor ghost as well. Her yeah. her story is heartbreaking it's, as yeah. well. Um, so good. Uh, I did have a thought while you were mentioning oh, God. that. Oh, I um, thought I heard something. <laughs> G- <laughs> German TV. <gasps> 
Uh-oh. I cannot wait to see <laughs> German TV. That's one of the things we do when we go overseas. You just we, want to get back to that just, British show. We just have <laughs> we just British do show? some watching of um of the TV and what's on TV. I remember going to Japan, um, and you cannot understand a word of Japanese TV, but the all their TVs made up of those shows where they're doing all those the, the weird game shows and yeah, everything. Yeah, you throw your body through the cutouts hilarious. and stuff. It's like, it is There's absolutely. like fire getting thrown at them. It's or the like, one where the abs- hammer comes up and hits them in the knackers. <laughs> I <laughs> don't so understand. Funny. Oh, there is a second series of Squid Game coming as well. <gasps> yes. Oh. Yes. That's, that'll be out soon. But another, another Netflix supernatural thing, and if you don't have Netflix, you can jump onto SBS On Demand and watch... Truly, if you haven't seen it, check out Being Human. If you're a fan of the paranormal, I will. it's everything that you'd, you'd want, really. I'll have to. Yeah, it's cute. It's a cute Awesome. Moment. Well, we're going to go to a song now. I've got to find the button. Hang on. <gasps> I've lost the mouse. Every oh. now and then the mouse disappears off the screen and I can't see it. Can, Mickey, anyone, okay. can anyone see the mouse? <laughs> Don't there it go is. anywhere. We'll there be back shortly. You're listening to Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata on Newcastle Live. And talk and talk and, and talk, talk, and talk, talk, talk and talk and talk and talk. And talk. Oh, <laughs> uh, I got swept away. The joy of live radio. Got swept away it. for a moment there, and we are and back. The funny thing was, I had just said, "Oh, now we got this, and then we got that, and then we're back on," but then. We all put our headphones on and I turned the microphones on <laughs> straight after I'd said that we, we're all lost to the plot. <laughs> we've, all, we've all worked far too hard. Uh, we need a holiday. We do. Some of us are getting one. Yes. Now, there's still some time to buy Renata a coffee. <laughs> buy me a coffee, Anne and Renata. I'm going to give you the grand total of what you guys have brought in to look after Aunty oh. Nada. I'm super impressed. She I'm won't need impressed. a plane ticket home. She'll be able to fly. <laughs> Oh, she'll, be able, she'll be able to have a I'll coffee be. and a Biscoff Bicky with it. I will be so caffeinated. She'll it run across be, like I'm the flash. Be, I know. <laughs> uh, Lisa said thank you very much for the recommendation. Uh, so she's going to watch that and she'll let us know. Yeah. Um, well, yes. And Robert also agreed that being human was excellent, but the USA version sucked. As usual. And mentioned the Japanese show called The Nutcracker. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, and Shane has sent in some more songs. Songs. Yeah, thank you, Shane. Thank you, Shane. We'll leave that for Bonnie. We've got the songs picked for the next three weeks. So um, when we come back, yes, we'll be hot to trot. Ooh, oh, absolutely. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah, you have a story for us, Anne. I do, if I can get through it with my, without my asthma kicking in. And uh, you can probably hear I'm sounding a bit wheezy in the, the background there. So I'll try not to cough up a lung. So... We are doing a story. Oh, please let this not be chat GPT, please. On flying witches. Oh, okay. And it comes from the Fortean Times. Oh, good. Renata is going on holidays. But I did plug it. <laughs> I did put it into chat GPT. Oh, oh no. God. Ladies and gentlemen, oh. gather round as yeah. I unveil a tale that dances at the intersection of history, mystery and the supernatural. Oh. Too many adjectives. Tonight we journey back in time to the enchanting era of the 15th century. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> in Chat t- GPT, too many adjectives. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think our okay. next T-shirt and our range is going to be don't say the F word. Uh, so so 
the enchanting era of the 15th century, you know, when people were starving and, and had rickets. Just, and, oh, yeah, yeah, that's not Black enchanting plague. at all. Where whispers of witchcraft and its dark witchcraft arts cast an <laughs> undeniable spell over the imaginations of both the curious and the sceptical. In those days, the concept of witches flying through the night skies was not merely a bedtime story, but a belief that people actually believed. That's it. The question do, on the do, lips. Do they believe a belief? They believed a belief. Yeah. And we are going to a witch's tower in Germany. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hexen, um, Hexen something. Maybe we can try and Hexen fly. bridge. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, you, you t- <laughs> oh. Get your brooms, sisters. Oh. Renata, we're going to put you on a windowsill. I'll push and we'll see if you fly. Right, the the question of the lips, on the lips of scholars and sceptics alike was, how did they do it? How did they do it? How did they do it? I've got the answer. Among the various theories emerged one that suggested witches used hallucinogenic substances. No. Tripping balls. A concoction... Known as flying ointment. Yes. Oh, oint- unlo- that's not a good word. <laughs> to unlock their supernatural abilities. They used to rub that on the broom. Makes me And then they up. inserted... <laughs> ointment. The broom between... <laughs> but let us tread cautiously, my oh, friends. Watch out there. As we head to the realm of folklore and ancient manuscripts. Our journey begins with the pioneering work of E.B. Tyler in 1889. Who's that? E.B. Tyler, who first proposed the notion that witches indulged in hallucinogenics to embark on their nocturnal oh, journeys. Right. I don't think did, anything's changed. Did he become a um, witch finder? I'm not sure. From that seed of thought, the idea flourished, spawning a meme that trickles the imagination, tickles the imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Got an ointment for that, I think. <laughs> it's the broom being there too often. Um, <laughs> the imagination, but lacks a solid foundation in evidence. <laughs> Yet, as we dig deeper into the annals of history, we find... (laughs) I'm not going to get through this. We find faint traces that hint at the existence of flying ointments. Not a fly in the ointment. And they're enthralling effects. I'm enthralled. Scholars have uncovered four sources that shed light (gasps) on this intriguing subject. Sweet and sour, barbecue, tomato, aioli. Aioli. These accounts describe women anointing themselves with a peculiar ointment, subsequently entering trances, and claiming to have attended otherworldly gatherings, the Sabbaths. Yeah. It's mum dry roll on. Trippin' balls. Yep. Of the earliest recorded instances date back to... Oh, sorry. Where's my words tonight? One of the earliest recorded instances dates back to 15th century Spain, where Alfonso Tostato... Hola. (laughs) ...observed a woman slipping into a trance-like state after applying an ointment. I thought it was lube. In 1437 or 1438... Johannes Neider, a German author, oh, hello. <laughs> <I'm an awesome. laughs> chronicled an encounter with a woman who donned flying ointment, inviting a Dominican friar to witness the event. I bet she did. <laughs> canola oil in the Dominican friar. Nice and crisp. Yep. That fact that a friar, an authority figure <laughs> of the church, was invited to partake in such an experience adds an intriguing layer of scepticism <gasps> to the tale. intriguing, yes. but I don't know. Oh, there's some big words coming up. Fast forward to 1558. Ooh. We find Giambattista. 
Tizza della Porta, an Italian scholar recounting, hey, <laughs> recounting his first-hand accounts, encounters with women using flying ointment. While we must remember Pesto. that one della Porta's account was based on personal observation, the similarities shared amongst these narratives are undeniably captivating. The women entered trances, some experiencing insensitivity to pain. And the couple even believed they physically attended the Sabbath. Now, my dear audience, let me introduce you to a remarkable experiment conducted by conducted? Conducted by Andre Laguna in 1545. Imagine the scene. Laguna residing in Metz, France, procures flying ointment and sets out to test its effects on a woman plagued by chronic insomnia. Can't sleep. (laughs) With great caution, he covers her body from head to toe in the ointment. I am going to cover you with the ointment. I'm going to rub you a long time, (laughs) my darling. (laughs) I am coming for you. And the woman succumbs to a trance. Her eyes remaining wide open for an astonishing 36 hours. Oh. That's not good for insomnia. Oh. No, imagine how dry. She needs Visine. I'm thinking, I hope somebody kept. Dry kept, eyes? Yeah. <coughs> when the woman, When the woman finally awakens, her emotions are a mix of fury and disappointment. She laments the interruption of what she describes as magnificent visions and encounters with a phantom lover. That was him rubbing the ointment on. A testament to the potency of the ointment's effects on her psyche. But, my friends, let us remember that these accounts, while captivating, exist within the realm of historical documents and subjective experiences. As sceptical thinkers, we must approach them with critical minds, mm. acknowledging the absence of scientific evidence and the prevalence of psychologi- psychological factors at play. Well, it's also interesting that it was only the men that were taught to write, not the women. Yes, and it was the men that rubbed over, over with the ointment. Yeah. Um, but we must weigh the historical context, the beliefs of the time, and the pen- potential for exaggeration or misinterpretation. In closing... Okay. Huh? Let us marvel <gasps> at the enigmatic stories that weave their way through history, tantalising our imaginations and beckoning us to explore the limits of human perception. The belief in flying ointments may be rooted in a mixture of ancient traditions, cultural fears and a genuine thirst for the mystical. Whether these ointments truly allowed witches to soar through the night sky or were merely products of fervent imaginations, or I'm going to add one in, they were tripping balls, we may never know. But the allure of the unknown, the question that persists, and the possibility that lie just beyond the veil of understanding continue to fuel our fascination with the supernatural. And so, my dear audience, I invite you to ponder these tales to question and to embrace the uncharted territories that lie within the realm of the inexplicable. Thank you for joining me on this captivating journey throughout history and mystery. Until we meet again, keep your minds open, your scepticism sharp, and your sense of wonder aflame. This is Anne bidding you farewell until our next exploration into the realms of the supernatural. 
Let's go to a song. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. Okay, we'll be back after this. Now, there's something really weird going on here. We might get a little bit of something and then I'll have to press the button again. You're listening to Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata on Newcastle Live. Oh, and if I could just stop talking once the... Um... <laughs> oh, phew, that worked. <laughs> I wasn't sure what was going to happen there. <laughs> Oh, and I I need to sit in front of that and control that when it's my turn because I just don't know. I don't you know. Just I don't do. trust you. You, just, you, you do, do so I well. I don't trust you. Every time. <laughs> talking and talking. And talking, talking and talking. No, no, there was just um uh, an extra. There wasn't many sweepers and ads in that little group there, which is fine because we've, we've sort of run out of time anyway. Now. I wanted to give you the the, the grand total. Just oh. just fill for a sec. Just fill. fill. Vamp, vamp, vamp. So you're all out of things to do. Literally, you go home, go to bed. I have not packed yet. Oh well, I have not. <laughs> Today was the day we pack. were meant to pack. Oh. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Leah, David, and Deborah Ann, um, to John, Daniela. Uh, who else is in there? I, I think I called out everybody else that was in there. Thank you so much for shouting Renata a cup of coffee. I want to let you know that between you all, you have gifted her two hundred and fifty dollars oh, for her to. Oh, she'll, wow. she'll be able to have. Her, That's awesome. You'll be able to have your two minute noodles plus a slice of ham oh, in there now and a cup of coffee. Oh, fabulous! <laughs> fabulous ham. Look, I can live on. Bread and cheese. It's fine, Sorry. absolutely fine. Although I'll give you my crust as, as long as long as you've got you've got that stuff for you know oh. when when oh, things what? get when things get really tough in the toilet, you've got that stuff, don't you? Medium. <laughs> <laughs> this is so that you can remove the concrete blockages that you get when you travel a lot. Oh. And we have since found out that she's a laxer in the library. Yes, yes. <laughs> Bex and a laxer. I have the got the stuff. <laughs> I've got the sachets of goodness that will keep us flowing freely. Amsterdam was not fun. It, it was not It was a dam, was it? It didn't matter. I gave birth. Amsterdam, I'm blocked up. It did not matter how many stairs we climbed, how far we walked. And there was, was one day happening. we walked 12 kilometres. It, just, it, it was, was like, the head's engagement. I can't, I can't walk. <laughs> Oh. Beautiful imagery for the people at home. <laughs> oh, All right. Dear. So tomorrow oh. afternoon we're driving down to the airport. Yeah. We're going to be staying at the El Chipo Motel. <laughs> hey, there is nothing. I've stayed at that hotel many times. Yep. And you go, Krispy Kreme's there. Yep. I shouldn't. All right, I'm going. We're, yeah. we're <laughs> going to do off. a live. We're going to do a live and I'm going to go get a Krispy Kreme. Yep. Yeah. You've got to wait. Look for the light. When the light's on, they're, making, they're doing it. Oh, yes. Red light. To get a free one, don't you? I think you get yeah, a free one. Yeah, sometimes they, they, they will hand out free yeah, ones free to one. the kids. I'm at the young at heart. <laughs> Take your teeth out, Renata, and go, oh, I'm not up to fast. I need to eat donut. I can't afford a Spencer. I'm very cold. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes. So we're I'll at, tell you, we're can, at, can, can I have a controversial opinion before you keep going? Yeah. Have you had a cinnamon Krispy Kreme, like a regular? No. I'd engage in that. I have to say, I didn't even know that there were. Oh, wait until you go to the shop. There's like the the, the traditional cinnamon, cinnamon donut, straight hot, fresh off the thing. I have, yes, Uh, the Krispy Kreme one. Yes, stop stop. talking about it. They don't give us any sponsorship. Stop it. The the Krispy Kremes fresh from the shop is completely different to what you get at the service stations. 
a bloody little mind. Yeah, mm. it's, it's pretty bloody good. So, yes, 10.15 a.m., we are <gasps> flying out on Vietnam. So that means you have to be at the airport at Seven. 7.50. Well, these days you've actually got to three be hours, there. Three hours, right? Three to four hours beforehand. Four hours? Oh, God. Because they've had shortages in staff, sometimes the queues get really long. Oh, although we've school holidays. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. But <laughs> it's the second be, week, isn't it? Yeah, there's going to be kids be everywhere at that airport. Enjoy That'll be fine. That. They won't be on Vietnam Airlines. <laughs> no um, one will be on Vietnam uh, Airlines. Oh, no, no. Hopefully it, they're spread out then. I want the bun me. <coughs> oh, tired. So, delicious. We're flying into uh, Vietnam, Ho Chi Minh City, and we will be there for six to seven hours entertaining ourselves before we get on the next plane. Can't win a competition. To drive, uh, to drugs. drive, to I fly. I need drugs. I need drugs. Fly to uh, Frankfurt. Fly to where, Frankfurt. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I have decided, and I've, I've done this. This is I'm putting my hand up and owning this. Neither Roman or Renata approved it. I organised us to get a car from the airport to the hotel because I was not going to catch public transport. So, um, oh, you're being driven like yes. you're, like you're really eyebrow. Or they something. offered me a bargain on Booking.com. Oh, they uh, do. They gave me a discount. And I went. You know what? It's twenty dollars cheaper than uh, uh, more expensive than catching the train. I'm going to take the driver. So we're going to have. Someone holding out my name. Renata up. and Anne. No, it'll be, it'll be, it'll Rekovic. be Anne Rekovic. Rekovic yeah. and Company. Yeah, it'll be me. Anyway, we have to get off air so that the radio can kick back in. So long, farewell. I'll be to say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so thank you, everyone, for um, that joyous coffee donation i do absolutely appreciate it and uh when possible i will photograph my food and put it <laughs> every on fo- every coffee and you your have. makeup and your outfit and and i will put it online for you and say thank you thank you for your generosity oh, deborah anna said something about the bejeweled skulls oh i don't know about are they, that are they in, oh, oh we'll, have we'll, look, yeah. we'll have a look we'll have a look um yeah absolutely we have plenty of free time so <laughs> we will go and it's search out it is important to mention that there is still sh- there are still shows, so don't think you're going to miss out on content, people. Absolutely. Oh, and there is one show where we had to evacuate the studio very yes, quickly. So have to see where. And we came back in and explained what happened. So mm. stay tuned. There is some amazing content coming for you guys. Thank you for being here. We've got to run. Love yous all. Be see you on the dark side. Be frightfully good. And... Don't, Don't be, be a, a dickhead. dickhead. Bye, everyone. Bye. Most mysteries can be solved by looking at the facts. But sometimes the facts don't give us the answer. So it's time to call in Anne and Renata. Spooky Sundays, when the truth lies beyond a logical answer. Dive deep into the world of the unknown with real ghost stories and the unexplainable. Sometimes unconventional, but always entertaining. It's Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata. Sunday from 8pm, only on Newcastle Live.